talk i'm abriana and i'm new and this week week <laughs> episode chapter yes all the all the classifications that we can think of um we're, we want to talk a bit about life in canada and specifically life in ontario life in the gta yeah. um Just overseas you know north america Compared to our 18 years <laughs> in Barbados and the West Indies and yeah. as people sometimes call it, like island living. Like tropical weather. <laughs> yeah, like all of all of the things that are related to that. Yeah. Uh, this kind of, this idea kind of, or this thought process kind of was jogged by um, people asking how the transition has been or how what's like the differences and different things we had to do or get accustomed to yeah and, and like, w- at this point you don't really think about it too actively because it's kind of like second nature almost but yeah we definitely had to like pick up a couple of things and um, adjust a little bit because it's definitely not the same as home but no, it's not about not at all yeah. no and it for me at least I found within like the first year because this is going into year three of living out here <laughs> within the first year i got so many people asking me oh my gosh was it a culture shock like mm-hmm. everybody in this culture shock thing and culture and culture shock and i feel like you've talked about it a bit in some other episodes that toronto can be like described and like gta and i i want to say even like ontario as a province could be described as like a melting pot yeah 100 percent. so culture shock i wouldn't i always told people like one because i was so accustomed coming to canada to ontario almost every year and visiting my family here i didn't really find that there was any culture shock for me did you find you had Um, a culture shock i would say no because i yeah there's a lot of different cultures up here but i feel like barbados is pretty diverse too so you know we're kind of accustomed to or i'm at least accustomed to mingling with other cultures and I'm interested in that's what I think that's one of my little key passions that I like experiencing new cultures. So it was never. I'm thinking anything. that too. The amount, of, the, the amount you talk about it, I'm thinking so too. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, kind of had that pop my head. Yeah, so it's nothing like it was nothing like. Okay, what's this like? Um, and for the most part, people up here to people are pretty friendly and open and accepting. So. Yeah, Canadians never, like, are so kind. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was just a stereotype. Irrespective of. But like, yeah. Cultural like, background. Yeah. And how they were raised, like I find Canadians on a whole yeah, are as a general. very kind people. You do have some people who are just like obviously not your cup of tea, yeah, yeah. but you're gonna find that anywhere. So Honestly. what? So what? Yeah, what's the My biggest thing was I think, and I talk about this a lot, just like with friends and stuff, and like with parents and with parents with my parents, <laughs> making it sound like I have multiple. Wow. PTA. Um. <laughs> no. I find I when I think of like the transition of Barbados to here Caribbean to North America kind of thing I I think it's not that it wasn't not hard or not different or anything but when I think about it I don't think 
from that aspect I think more of how privileged I am to have come from the Caribbean to come up here Mm -hmm. whereas like if it had to be reversed oh hell yeah culture shock shock. like no freaking way just from like the perspective of like how you're raised Mm. and morals and expectations and traditions and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff like so blessed like so 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 blessed and 100% agree I realize it so much more now as I get older and as I become more independent like how not only grateful for like where I grew up but like my parents and how they were raised in once again two Caribbean two islands and like west indian households Mm -hmm. and like the morals that they have and that they were able to instill in me and that i was able to get that first and then come up here and start to transition and grow into like the opportunities that are available up here but yeah might not be available back home Mm -hmm. like that's where my mind goes i don't go oh my god it's so different there is so there's so many more this people and so many more of that like yeah, that's a thing too, but for me, that was like a side thing. I don't know about you. But. I feel that. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say my mind necessarily goes there. I don't know where my mind goes, to be honest, but <laughs> I, I think... That might just mean that you like don't even register it. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, for me, at least, I find that growing up back home, I would do it again and like if I had the opportunity like, okay do you want to grow up in Barbados or like overseas oh 10 times over I would I would do it again um now I know like everyone has their own circumstances or different things that could impact like how that went for them but I feel like everyone has challenges too and there's a certain to a certain point you can rise to that and honestly the not just the culture but I, I guess the way like all those institutions back home were set up that I was uh, opportune to go to I feel like each and every one of them helped me to become who I am today and I'm thankful honestly like you know like I said always some sort of opportunity that you had to overcome but I feel like it helps you and makes you stronger at the end of the day I talked about that a lot when I first came up here I found I was saying that a lot with my peers with my family that I live with and then like in talking to my parents and people back at home and that was like one of the main things that I was just picking at all yeah. the time that like the education system that we are blessed to have in the Caribbean is like top tier compared to what like not to say education yeah. up here is trash or it's anything not. up until like a secondary level it's not but like you don't realize when you're just living in the Caribbean and just doing what you gotta do, and you know that at this point you're hitting 11 plus syllabus, at this point you're hitting CIC syllabus, yep. then you gotta go on to the next thing and the next thing. And like, just the mere fact that we have examinations after each year level mm-hmm. to ensure that we are pushing ourselves at the level that we need to be to get into the next year level. Like, when I realized that they don't have that here, and just those kind of small things that seem like the norm because yeah, if that's all you know it is your norm mm-hmm, like it just made me all the more grateful to know that at least from an education standpoint mm-hmm. don't get me wrong like 
how you're raised in a West Indian household can also also yeah. prepare you very well for life because we know our parents are always on our butts oh, about everything. Like you see the tweets, you see everything. Like <laughs> they don't give you a break. You're not doing anything. What, That's what have you done yeah. today? What are you doing? And then you're doing too much. Oh, what's wrong with you? You you feeling okay? What what, what do you want? Why are you doing so much? You know that that kind of yeah, yeah. banter that they have. And as you said, it's all out of love. But that, and then from an educational standpoint, where the system is just so rigorous. And like we both did Cape, and I feel like us and all of our peers are like, like yeah. obviously you forget about it at some point. But like I feel like I'm never like whenever we get together, somehow we always end up mentioning something about Cape and how <laughs> disgustingly <laughs> hard it was. Yeah. But exactly, and now like you look at like the pace that your university life might be going at, or um, whatever program you're in, and you're thinking like, "Hmm." I mean, still a lot of work, but right. And it's like, but I find sometimes I get in this thing where I'm like, "How am I not keeping up with this?" And I did like this many Mm -hmm. subjects at a time, and I did this many CSCs, and I did (laughs) Kate both years like. I feel like that was a motivation for me at school. Sometimes it's heavy on a headlock. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you got, exactly. I, I think that's a good way to look at it. That's a, it's a motivation. Something to be like, yeah, it's I did this, so. It's <laughs> cake kind of thing. Yeah, no, I, I 100% um, agree. Because um, uh, my first year of uni or college was the most rigorous based on how many different courses I had to do and I was doing like 11 or 12 courses which is a lot (laughs) no and also mentioned that a lot of your courses were practical based (laughs) where you had to be hands-on in a classroom it wasn't you sitting down in a lecture hall like writing just writing notes focus and moving but like exactly I was like my since I was 14 I was doing 14 no since 11 11 we were doing how many classes in first round like 14 or some stupidness or 12 and then yeah it's 12 and then it went up in third form for me and then it went out in fourth form so i feel like like straight through we've been asked with a lot and if i'm going to be honest there was all you know like in secondary school it's not like i was saying coming home and doing um six hours of work every day you know what i mean like additionally to what doing at school because yeah that seems <laughs> slightly unreasonable but you know what I mean There's, there was definitely like I could have probably like been doing more homework or whatever um, or just like you know looking at my notes more so it's, I feel like yeah, that's something easy 100%. to say when I mean, you're looking back though like when you're in the moment uh, you unless you have your head on so yeah. tight at that age or you really have somebody on your back and even if you have somebody on your back if you're so strong yeah. mentally like you would just brush that off to be honest so i feel like it's easy to say that looking back in but the moment. in the moment you were probably doing no, like yeah I, I feel like i did pretty well um throughout my education my, my years already <laughs> being educated but <laughs> more to come more to come no 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 for real for real um, <laughs> I yeah, feel like you can never stop learning, even if formal. it's not yeah. in a formal setting. You get a little piece of paper. I feel and like I learned to do this, so I mean, 
<laughs> right? Oh my gosh, the research that we put in. Um, we're recording this that we haven't even launched yet. Yeah, so so whip, but we can. We've we've been doing our fair share of yeah. homework to make sure that we're putting out quality content. Of course. For all the girls. Yeah. I... And you said it earlier about how you think and you're like, if you had to go back, like, would you rather be raised up here? Would you want to be raised at home kind of thing? Like, I think about that when I think about raising kids. Like, as... As good as the standard of living yeah. might be up here, um, in terms of opportunities and pay, <laughs> um. just, just um, like the fact that this is a yeah. developed country and the lifestyle is completely different. Like some of the things I hear my cousins talking about, like the op- the things they got to do growing up, just merely based off the fact mm-hmm. that there are four seasons up here. Like just just based off of that alone, like the activities that can be paired with things like that, like that's great. And I'm every year I do something different. Like one year we went tobogganing. Like I almost died, but that was that was cool. Yeah, I almost died too. It was so freaking cold. We went on the coldest day. It was negative thirty-two. And I traveled like an hour and a half. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure that was. I'm pretty sure that was. Yeah. Without the wind chill, like it's, it was just negative thirty two, and we went that day. This is sidetracking, but we me. went that day because we figured nobody's gonna be yeah. there because it was so freaking cold, and we were right. There were like After maybe we like two there. or three people there, aside from us. Yeah, I but holy! I off that, um, that little cover, <sighs> and I just, I just kissed you. Snow. <laughs> because like, <laughs> because we went to like a park which. You can sled and toboggan at, but it's not primarily made for that. So there's no mechanism or there's no set way for you to get up the hill. (laughs) Just brace it. I... That was the the closest I've ever felt to, like, shortness of breath and, like, just not being able to intake air properly and release air. It was that cool, too. That was a challenge. but, But that was an experience. So... As cool as things like that seem, and I work at a place that has that is primarily mm-hmm. catered to children, so I see a lot of kids. I see like regular kids that are coming back and stuff, and like getting to see them yeah, yeah, yeah. grow up technically, <laughs> and like evolve and that kind of stuff, and even stuff like that. Like I've never been to an indoor playground yeah, unless you consider a chef. Technically, think of because that's not that's not a thing in Barbados. There might be, definitely. So, as cool as some of those things sound, sometimes like, as you said, I ten times yeah. would. I honestly been, I've, I've been, I'm not being mean, but I was garbage. thinking about it too. Like, if I had the opportunity, like, I would definitely, um, prefer to raise my kids back home, um, just because. Uh, I guess sidetrack. Mm-hmm. And I guess we're thinking from like <laughs> pause. I think let me throw this in quick before you start continue. Um, I guess we're thinking from like a yeah. social standpoint right now, 
um but we might not when we when you like sit down you might be looking at the economic side of things and the cost of living in barbados like we might (laughs) you might start to backpedal and be like all right up here is looking a bit better but (laughs) one more thing i find i have um a family friend who wanted who left barbados came out here to study whatever and was dead set on not like mm-hmm. she loves Canada, loves Toronto. Was dead set on not going back to Barbados. Like once she got out, she got out. She wanted to raise a family up here, live out here. And then she met somebody mm-hmm. who's also Bajan. Went back to Barbados, got married. Now yep. has three kids. And is waiting for like the second youngest to get mm-hmm. to eleven plus stage, which he's almost at. And then she said once he hits like that, because that's a that's a good developmental stage. Like if you could. Yeah get through 11 plus and like have that good foundation um and then she's gonna yeah. move back to canada but like she ended up raising her kids in barbados yes, but I she's still dead set on coming back up That's here true. because she loves it so much um, no i was gonna touch on was the not deficiency but like from my experience the biggest opportunity like in the education system up here is critical thinking because a lot of people don't think critically and uh, you know Dr. Brown uh-huh. tell me about it principal at QC Queen's College he was very much pushing that agenda like throughout um, our whole stay there every single Monday yeah, like, morning <laughs> every Friday Saturday, morning the man was saying critical my, my man show up at year prayers I feel like some classes got changed to have that in there Caribbean yeah, ideal yeah, yeah, person I think Caribbean studies got changed to focus on that a bit too i feel like he was pushing that since we were there at qc so like when he really i just used to roll my eyes to be honest because hearing like, that every single week i was just like, like oh my god this is obvious <laughs> he he just repeated the same thing all that over right like i didn't it was one of those things i didn't felt i didn't yeah, feel as though like, it needed to be said yeah, it seemed like a and he just kept reinforcing it and I was like I tired of hearing this though and everything he used to talk I, I just could picture like, it I could picture it turns off ears anyway. it's prefect <laughs> but it it's is, very it important is, and it's underrated too and it's not necessarily the same as like common sense in traditional sense it's just like looking at a problem common yeah, sense that's even that's another um, opportunity too but like looking at a problem and saying okay what can I do for this or what does this mean instead of just like throwing hands yeah. up in the air and throwing a fit you know I feel like um, that's definitely a big reason to why I would want to. I feel like you could get out from home too. You can nurture that kind of thing as a parent, but like if the institution is set up to instill it too, that makes it even easier. Yeah, it does, and especially if it's coming, it's coming about organically, <laughs> yeah. like it did every, every two days. And <laughs> can't forget <laughs> a, a cute little reminder, but. It, yeah, it came about organically. It wasn't, yeah. aside from Dr. Brown sending you reminders every time. But he, he had it ingrained um, in the whole system, so. And that's just because it was, it's something that's, yeah. it's a cultural it's thing. It's important. It's, it's very much a cultural thing. And it's so great. It's honestly so great. I, as you said, like, <laughs> especially because we're both like, you're, you've completed your post-secondary education. I'm almost done mine. But, like, being involved in K-12 
campus life and university yeah. life on my end and then we're both in the workforce <laughs> and have jobs it just it widens your horizon kind of thing. like especially me and customer service like just <sighs> so many people you come across it's just it's mind yeah. boggling like, don't get me wrong I feel like there's people that don't think critically all around the globe even back home but it's definitely definitely makes you appreciate it more of here when you come up here and you're like looking around like okay this kind of the um this is very very popular like <laughs> no one's subscribing to this concept yeah it's a trend it is a trend and i mean this is what we're, we're exposed to because mm-hmm. this is where we're living and it, it appears to be a trend that some people just yeah. are missing something that seems so like um fundamental yeah, I, think, um, I... <laughs> another thing that the, the way the educational system is set up, um, well, for me at least, I was very shocked with the whole. I knew of CXCs, I heard of the return, um, but the only time I had ever thought about competing uh, with different people like outside of your classroom, or like you know, if you had a friend, you said, Man, I'm gonna do better than this test, or I, I bet you can fill this test, and I'm gonna fill this. Yeah, I feel like 11 plus that puts it in your mind that okay. There's a broader horizon, like you know, you're competing against the whole island. And then I learned about CXCs. I, I was kind of, I learned about it, but I wasn't really aware of it. Like, it wasn't really registering in my mind until like the year before we actually had to do the first CXC in English. And yeah. Then I was like, oh, I'm competing against everybody in Barbados again, kind of thing. But then I was like, actually, no, I'm competing against the whole region. And then, like, I feel like that kind of was pushed more, like, um, by Dr. Brown again at certain teachers. And then at Cape level, it was like, you know, you compete with the whole region, but if you do well enough, you you're competing with the whole world because like this is where you could use its credentials to get to yeah. the next step. So I feel like that kind of awareness of like yeah. okay, it's not just people on this little island, but you know we competing against anybody and everybody, and we don't really pull any punches. I feel like that kind of thing um set you up sets you up well too, because it's like okay, I can't really rest on my laurels if I really wanna get where I won't get. You know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, and just knowing that you are completing this task and doing this thing, this activity, to mm-hmm. secure you a spot in the next step. Yeah, because the next be step very, you want to take. Very well. So, for example, at CXCs, whether that next step is Kate, next step is workforce, next UE. step. Yeah. BCC like thinking about like yeah some people yeah, go straight to UE I remember I got this award um you know like how credit unions mm-hmm. give out awards and what's not for different levels um the, our three main exams so they give out yeah, for 11 plus CSCK and I got yeah we did Alec and I both got and that's what it, I think that's yeah. one of the first times I met him but I feel like I knew of him before because we okay. sat I think we sat next to each other at the um ceremony um and one of the girls there she went to QC yeah. I don't remember sure. her name but even if we did we don't need to say her name um and she she said she said no, me talking about she going she, I was like oh so where are you going because yeah. like at that point I had decided I wanted to go to QC and I had gone down to QC and I was yeah. just in shock that like, this girl you know, was going straight to QC I was like what I was like you know this person just leaping yeah. and soaring and I was like Mm-hmm. I was like, are you sure you want to do that? I was so concerned for her. But, yeah. I mean, it works for some people. And I figure if you 
know what you want and if you think that's i honestly that's why people have the option to choose between workforce bcc mm-hmm. cape at different schools um is because you have to know what's right for you and like what you think you can handle and what ultimately what you want to do if you look at cape music mm-hmm. these subjects that cape offering yeah. this is this is not gonna set me up for anything or i'm not gonna learn yeah, anything from this or it's not gonna benefit me in any way and you feel that you could tackle something else well, why the hell not yeah no 100 percent. why I mean, the hell not not only like hypothetically speaking so cape it could let you pursue a higher level of whatever you want to do without like having to pay all base out of money because you know like, like free education and yeah you might got paid for a couple books but you know nothing crazy um, it could let you do that. It could say you're interested in yeah. talking. You just want to learn more. You could do that, kid. Because you could also you could learn more, and then you got low key. It's not that you're just resting laurels or like doing nothing for this period of time, but you got two years to kind of get yourself together. And like, what do I really, really want to pursue? Um, because you don't need to do. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that's what a yeah. lot of us end up using it yeah. for. Because like, you stay, you like stay busy, filter, but you're yeah. not just like a filler. Stay yeah. at home doing nothing. You, you still keep that um. <laughs> you're definitely yeah, not, you're not idle. Idle. You still keep that drive and that intensity so it's like okay sometimes if it really um consider what we want to do over these two years like maybe i choose this subject and i hate it and i don't do it again and maybe i choose and i love it you know what i mean um yeah. that wasn't really the case for me but yeah i feel like that's a good opportunity to have um and even if you say man i want to use these two years to get a backup skill so if i choose if i choose another path i know like this i know that okay I pretty good at computer science though you know what i mean um a hundred percent or even if it's something you said how about in your back pocket 10 years it came out this you know just you know give yourself an option because you already wet your toes a little bit you know but yeah i feel like mm-hmm. no, and i realized I that was a <laughs> you <can> go <laughs> i realized that was a thing up here at university level when i was helping out in the past Gosh. past two years um with frosh and different things that a lot of people have mm-hmm. um undeclared majors like you can be accepted into a university with an undeclared major and you have i don't know what the timeline is but you have time you to do? decide that you can mm-hmm. pick whatever subjects whatever courses you want and then you have time mm-hmm. to decide like what you want to major in i but I mean, I feel like I always knew in the back of my head like that was a thing, yeah, but then when I mean. actually, like, people came to me and were like, oh, it was like, it was during orientation week and we were trying to shuffle mm-hmm. people to their program-specific orientation and, and there were a lot of undeclared majors. I was like, what do you mean undeclared major? They were like, oh, I have an undeclared major. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that's a thing. And especially, I didn't even know York offered that, so I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, so that was cool too, the yeah. fact that that's an option yeah, yeah, cause, you know, at the yeah, tertiary you know, level which I feel like so, it should be or, um, yeah. all that pressure that parents can put on you yeah. to your parents, not even parents sometimes it's people you. outside your parents that just random adults that just feel yeah. like they have a say in what you're doing I've had a lot of people like that um, like that like, have you only, crossed my path yeah you know you, you may feel like your parents forcing you to do something but at the end of you got to say what you really want to do um if it can make you happy or if it's something you know that okay I can suffer a little bit do it for a couple of years and then switch it up you know what I mean because 
when you got so many years, can't really. If you, you can't really like please everybody, you gotta do what make you happy, um, or what what supports you, you know. Definitely. But and I'm grateful that to, I have parents who oh, did I not what I was have say earlier, you know? that mm-hmm. attitude. You gotta do this one thing. That attitude that I must do so X, bad. Y, and Z, and that's a very like stereotypical, stereotypical Caribbean West Indian. Mm-hmm. You gotta do a certain job. Um, attitude, and I find it comes out uh, looking at it from up here. A lot of cultures up here and specific ethnic groups have that mentality as well that their children must be things in this category, and their children must be these things, and they must study X, Y, and Z because it's a reputation to uphold and sense of pride for them, and all this crap, and it's just yeah, hundred percent rubbish. And I'm so glad. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad because yeah, I feel like my parents fall into that generation that have that that have that mindset, but mm-hmm. that was good. Yeah. they don't have that mindset. So that's I I got set up pretty good, pretty pretty good, and even my family that I live with now they also don't have that mindset. So to bless you, I'm stress, you know? no, I um, I was talking to a mutual friend, and it was something similar. Like she she was saying that. At her university, like in classes she has, there's a lot of people who are just all doing like the same kind of, um, basically trying to get in med school or whatever. But what they're doing right now, they're just kind of chilling, like they're using it as like a chill period kind of thing. But they still, you know what I mean? Like they were like trying to, f- they were like, okay, I'll do med school, but no, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. It wasn't really that they were actually trying to pursue it. Um, obviously, they're not, the, they're, they're, they're the message students, they're not paying like <laughs> an astronomical amount of money, but. Mm-hmm. It was just like I never really thought of that, like you know, having to be forced to do something you don't want to do to the point that you actually pay money to go and do it, and then like I don't want to do this. Um, like yeah, I kind of had a similar experience, um, but not really, because uh, like me and my mom talked about it. So like for Cape, like it was never anything. That, like I enjoy sciences, so I was very much fine with doing it. Um, I just know it wasn't really necessarily what I want to do, but you know, what if I did it and. I changed my mind, you know, because you're still like 16, 17. You never know what might happen. And I yeah. could still see myself pursuing that kind of um, career. It's just like not what I wanted to do at that point. Career. Then. Yeah. So it's it was not like, what you oh, actually cool. want to do. Yeah. Um, do Cape, see what I look like. And then if not, do what you want to do. Because my mom talked about it um, quite thoroughly. And she yeah. was very supportive. Like, she, if it wasn't for my mom, I probably wouldn't be doing what I was doing right now in the same way. Um, because she really allowed me to yeah. um, leave where I was and follow what I, the path that I found that I was like, yo, this is what I want to do and this is how I want to do it. Um, like, I know that yeah. probably wasn't easy for her because in, like in our society, like I was saying earlier, the, the quote-unquote good jobs or when you go to a quote-unquote good school, you know, you should be trying to be a lawyer, a doctor. Yeah. 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 It's there, there's a certain honest. standard and it's, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. And people like to, like, a lot of the people, I'm cutting you off, but a lot of the people that (laughs) have that kind (laughs) of, that have that kind of mentality are people that have no right giving input in your goddamn life to begin with. 
I've had people come up to me and be like, oh my God, you're going to be living off your parents until they're 30, until you're in your 30s. Like, how do your parents feel about that? You shouldn't be doing that to your parents. And people saying that kind of stuff to my face. And I'm like, who the hell are you? And one of the people, that was the first time I ever met them. Like, they were like an extended, extended family friend. It was somebody's husband. Like, the person that they're married to is a family friend. But they just, they're they're just the spouse. I never meet this body in my life. And he come up to me. Because I guess he knows my parents because yeah. their wife is our family friend. Yeah, that's so And I know her. He got, um, first time he meet me, come up to me and tell me, oh, you're going to be living off your parents and you're in your yeah. 30s. How does your dad feel about that and all this crap? Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, you know, he that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen, one. And then two... Hello, there's a reason I'm here and I'm doing this. You feel I could be here yeah. and doing this if my parents Obviously. did not have yeah, my yeah. goddamn back? Like, what are you, what are you telling me? Mm-hmm. Because it comes from this this place of pride. I, and I know better for this, you. This West Indian ideal that, like, you have, to, you have to look a certain way and you have to act a certain way and uphold these standards. Everybody's mm-hmm. just so interested in what this body is doing and how this body looks and... Even in like material things, oh, this body has a this phone yeah, and yeah. this. Oh my God, yeah, look at look at that body belt and get it all, get it all. <sighs> it's so bad, so bad. I'm. I've never conformed to that ideal of. Yeah. Well, look at me. I have a this, and look at this. I have a this. Like, yeah. If you want to have that attitude, have it, but just don't have it around me, because yeah. I don't have the space for that. I'm so sorry that you. I'm so sorry that you have facilitated space for that in your life, but I have not. So, just carry on, please. Carry on. But it's always the people that, like... Yeah. Should have no say. That feel the need to put in their two cents and... Yeah, I 100% agree. So, like, like, get out of here, please. For me, I feel like, um... The expectation was there for me to do something else. Of a lawyer, or whatever. Because I, I, as a as a youth, I was very talkative, <laughs> but I was also um, I was quite eloquent. <laughs> as a youth, uh, obviously he's he, obviously Neil is trying to insinuate that he's outgrown that, but. <laughs> so I had. I would a, like to beg to differ, but carry on. As a youth, you know, people call him prime minister, but when I was a little man, that's what people would call me, because I used to talk a lot, and mm-hmm. I was uh, I would pay attention to like all those different things happening not just in like, the political aspect but like I like science as a kid so I was very knowledgeable of that you know different things uh, I like history too so I used to talk about that but like that especially was like yeah this person can go and like do like a typical or the prototypical like um, job in that scene or that um, sphere but since I was like 12 or 13 I knew my passion was um, in the culinary industry so for me it was like I have a passion for these things, but like this is my real passion. You know what I mean? So, uh, and the people mm-hmm. that would call me that, like they weren't even like family; they just like random people. Um, probably not that many people, anyways. But like, what we want to say is like people make assumptions about you, and they don't even really have the right to. You know what I mean? Like nobody really could has the right to assume anything. But people that aim even family to you, mm-hmm. or not even really that close to you, can like, yeah, this person should be doing this or that or look where he's going to school he should be doing this but like it is really where you make it and I feel like mm-hmm. at the end of the day people just assume 
but like everybody could everybody just <laughs> assume for your own person because mm-hmm. they already check for themselves or like people that are really around them that they could be impacting or whatever or helping but yeah. you know that's kind of Beijing culture like, or Caribbean culture people real um, nosy or malicious as you would say but take it in stride too I've I've even been seeing that happening within like the past mm-hmm. couple of weeks on Twitter there's been this whole debate about like mm. what people's tweets say about them and the fact that if you're tweeting certain things that means that you obviously mm-hmm. have those beliefs because why would you be tweeting X, Y, and Z if you didn't believe in that and that kind of stuff and people making assumptions about other up. people based off of their tweets and the kind of stuff that they're retweeting and all that kind of stuff and whew, it's be a lot honest to god it is is really be a lot but mm-hmm. I personally you can give your opinion but I believe from not just Twitter but social media in general because I've seen a lot of things where people say things post things insinuate things and it by them say X it obviously equals mm-hmm. to Y and then yes as you said they try to backtrack mm. I say I'm sorry I didn't mean that I didn't <laughs> who, who are you trying to outsmart who 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 are you trying to fool the people that didn't see the post in the first place because yeah, yeah, yeah. that could be them. the only person that you're trying to outsmart at this point I figure I figure you're either talking because that's what you believe in and that's where your morals lie and all that kind of stuff or are you just talking out of ignorance because you want to live up to the standard that I this is look I like I like coffee so yeah that's me and trying to like conform to something that you don't even know two craps about so when I see people say things and do things it'd be like oh yeah Yeah, you can either try to fuel the fire or do it yeah I just look the other way because as far as I'm concerned if you're not in my circle that's right I feel like you know I as a kid it was like like to be quite fair you would see certain family members at different times and like you know everybody can be so close but like obviously everybody living their own life so it was like, hmm, if these people are so close, how come like they don't interact more often? But like, as you go on your own path, you kind of get wet because everybody's kind of on their own schedule. Um, I'm just, everything happening right now, everyone's schedule can very much be very yeah fluid or similar. But, you know, some people are going to sleep at crazy times. Some people are still going to sleep at um, responsible or normal times. So <laughs> I won't say which of those I am, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like <laughs> I feel like um, people out yourself really and truly when you fall in your own path like it can be hard to say okay I can um, still come and meet this person who like might be on the other side of the country or in a different country and we can do something together you know what I mean because you can do stuff mm-hmm. online but like it just may not be lining up like I may be working night shift person working day shift and it just never really matching up until like you know 
that event once a year or you know you go home for vacation yeah. some of that but like it, as you grow you see how it's more possible that people even though you're close like you can't enter as much as you want and i guess like yeah uh, with technology is not as bad as it used to be because you can still like you know send a text and like man i can respond i can respond when i see this but for right now how's everything going you know what's up etc etc you can still check in but even that could be hard on it because you just it just slips your mind but because you're, you're on a yeah, completely yeah. different beat and like if it's not at least for me because sometimes I, i'm a rhythm person uh, i could function with a rhythm but i work best with the rhythm so like if it's not in my routine or whatever like, i might just forget no so, i can remember at some point but it just seems it won't be the first thing to to catch yeah, yeah. but that's just how i feel i feel like i mean the thing i've seen yeah. on twitter recently or a couple of weeks ago everybody with this whole thing about oh i've been saving money and now i have like three thousand there was a tweet was like oh i, I saved money and i have three thousand dollars in my account I'll get three thousand dollars from a from a stimulus check. You're not the same. But like, what I go do anything like that's so confusing mm-hmm. to me. Like, oh, I don't see the, the prominence between like what does it say? You had the opportunity to save money. Somebody else didn't. Like, it's not to say like everybody are making. You see, you and somebody can make the same amount of money, but if somebody got to like you know pay for their parents' medication, pay more in rent, you know what I mean? Like they got pay for their own medication because they got yeah, some sort of uh, sickness these different things people don't consider and it's just real stupid to me I I think that goes back to the same thing where people are just trying to mm-hmm. conform to this or put themselves on a pedestal ideal or put themselves <laughs> in this freaking bubble and be like yeah. hello look at me look at me now I'm here and putting like almost like putting <laughs> sticky notes on themselves and like writing a little like fat little cute little i did this i did. and don't get me wrong like it's kind of weird because that's what social media especially mm-hmm. platforms like twitter have yes that's what they've been designed to do um even though like a lot of people when stuff like that starts to happen they try to draw it back and be like actually yeah. it should be for more of like not educational but more like sharing knowledge learning sharing perspectives but i find at least because we both follow a decent set of yeah, yeah. um friends acquaintances yeah, people yeah. that we know from barbados so i i i would term that we're on page on twitter as much as i the follow um a good set of canadians my canadian friends people that i go to school with and what's not is beige on twitter i find a lot of the dialogue is always going back to this um mm thing about you can't share your opinion on here you can't let anybody know your perspective what you're mm-hmm. thinking everybody you drop your opinion everybody gonna come and attack you da, 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 da. all that kind of <laughs> mentality and i i f- honestly don't have the space for it i knew i'll attest to this i just sometimes i miss it and then i come on later and it's be like uh. i send it to him and be like what did i miss what happened what is buddy talking about? Like, what, what, what went on? Yeah. And you try to go back and retrace the steps yeah. and figure we're, out what, what was happening, who was showing that, who, all this nonsense, who blocked who, all that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> right. Or even if I'm watching it yeah. in real time, keyword, I just watching. I'm watching. Because, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like your Twitter is for you, but at the same time, it's not for you. Same thing with your Instagram, where I was like, Instagram is more driven towards content yeah. and content consumption and kind of just the different features that Instagram has that are aligned with 
yes, consuming content yeah, and that kind of stuff. I mean, I feel but, like a lot of it. Um, <laughs> a lot of it draws back to it's feeling like or wanting to feel like you're better than somebody else, or you know, or saying this is what I feel, and you should praise me for it. You know what I mean? Um, which don't even make sense, like. Yeah. And that culture, the culture of like, that goes in. Like, I talk about this a lot because mm-hmm. I feel like at one point in my life I was probably conforming to, to it. Yeah, yeah. Some, and like, I don't know when I snapped out of it, but I did. The whole thing about it's good to be overworking <laughs> yourself and always letting know people, always letting people know that you're keeping busy and all that kind of stuff. And it's very, very, very popular mm. and fantastical yeah, up here in North America. Um, this whole hustle culture and <laughs> yeah, literally my private story on Snapchat oh, is I'm called not, Grinding Bro. Because um, is oh my gosh, it's it's become a real thing that as you that said you, you need to let people know yeah. Yeah. I ate an apple today how many fruits did you eat today oh you ate three apples well actually yes. I'm about to have a banana apple, too so basic math, think about that basic kind of thing. <laughs> so it's I think and this is going into like we mm-hmm. were talking about this the other day, the whole um, fat phobia um, and this trend that people were seeing on TikTok where yeah, people were sharing their workout yeah, routines or sharing how, like, their day in their lives and what's not. Yeah, and it was guilting other people. People were saying, stop posting those things. Stop. Mm-hmm. Po- nobody wants to see this because they felt like it was guilting other people into being like if you don't come out of quarantine looking like this you did nothing with your time or you're doing something wrong and this community just emerged and everybody was just so mad that people were doing this and da, 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 da. and there have been a lot of live streams and different conversations on platforms yeah you still hear something people talking about it and I, I haven't been subscribing but I've been like tuning in because I, I think it's interesting and at least from my perspective I've I found myself, I when I scroll, for example, on TikTok, when I scroll through my For You page, mm-hmm. I found myself, like, I'll watch a workout routine, like somebody's Sensible, workout routine, doable. and if I actually like Rapid it, and I think, it. like, what they're doing is reasonable exactly, mm-hmm. yes, I'll like the video, so that it'll save to my liked videos, and then, like, when I go to do a workout, I'll, like, maybe scroll through, I do the same thing on mm-hmm. Instagram, um, if I'm like if their workout routines on my explore page I'll okay, save them okay. and then go back in my save then like find one that I like and maybe I'll drop that in when I'm working out whatever but I don't think I've ever let myself get to that point where I'm like Shh. No, well all these people working out like if I don't if mm. if I don't come out of quarantine like yeah no like, more muscle mass yeah, like yeah. waste of goddamn time like I'm a failure and I think that's just because of mm-hmm. where I'm at mentally. Like, you could speak to how you would engage in that, especially because you have been so much more involved in fitness before all of this happened. And even yesterday, you were talking yeah, about, yeah, like, like, how 
you might not you cannot work out as not much as me, you like, normally would know and still retain your muscle mass. <laughs> like, I'm not um, so yeah, yeah. I know, but you could talk about like how you're you would consume content like that. But I feel like at least for me, as demoralizing as I can be sometimes as towards for, myself um, and like where I am in terms of like not being fit or this or that or whatever like health words mm-hmm. you want to use but just like being yeah. what I feel is right for me and like feeling good as a person yes comfortable um, I feel yeah. like I yeah. don't consume content like that to be yeah, I'm just not oh anything God. like this is just I'm just a sack of <laughs> potatoes <laughs> good one we're both obsessed with potatoes I feel like yeah i just would, for me i wouldn't yeah, consume it like that but i perceive it i do understand that there yes there could be a lot of people that will consume yeah. it like that yeah, but i don't think that's the reason for you not stress relief you know? to share how you like what you're yeah. doing because what if that's a like a means of yeah and just a means of keeping yourself occupied for some people like even if you're not a content creator like what if that's just making your day pass smoother or whatever you know or even if you're just like sometimes i did one and i was gonna do the one the other day but i just don't pay attention enough like a day in the life and just like recording snippets of what you're doing throughout the day because it just it might keep you in a better headspace or something so yeah yeah so like for me, like you could I talk about how you would well, consume content like that, but that's just I don't, really I, I don't take it say, but like I see that way. A, quite a bit of um, like fitness things on my explore page, or I get emails from certain things, but I I get like yeah. how it could be perceived because some people might word things uh, poorly or not as explicitly as it should, and it could come across like that. But I feel like. Or, you know, obviously, I'm yeah, speaking from my own experience or like my perspective or perspective of other people around me, but when I see something like that, or like, okay, I see somebody that's super ripped or whatever, like working out a stern, doing like backwards jumping jacks and doing backflips or something, I don't, yeah, like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> people that are like D1 athletes and all kind of things, like, I feel like that's also something know, you need to consider that, like, Okay, I know that I am not on the same fitness level as Mio. So, if we were to do the same workout... Shut up. If we were to do the same workout, mm-hmm. like, I know that I need to do less of yeah. this or not use a weight on this. Like, just speaking hypothetically, like, I don't know. Maybe everybody That's might not can, take that extra step yeah. and be like, Shh, this person is a runner maybe <laughs> i shouldn't do as I'm many yeah maybe like, that's why they can do that and that's why maybe i should not and then you, you try to run as many that, like, as oh well like this person doing this like, what do you have or um something in that nature but if i see i don't i feel mm-hmm. like you shouldn't like if you perceive it that like your head is probably just in, not in the um a positive space at that point so you that's why you, you perceiving with that negative oh, like, oh this person clearly coming from me when it's like if you think about it, that person might just yeah. like as you were saying earlier doing it for their own relief or saying hey you know what like i know people stuck at home and this could help somebody let me put it out there for them but know that yeah. you're taking it as a negative thing because the mentality we had at that point in time was like oh this person just trying to show off or 
this person just trying to make me feel bad but that is a valid response and if that's how you want to take it like I can't tell you how to respond to anything even if I, I might disagree with it but like yeah. If you really think about it, like that person, you think like out of the all the reasons this person might have posted that they put it out there just to um, hurt you or make you feel bad. Like I feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like obviously, there's there are probably some instances where somebody's like, yeah, yeah I can put it. It sounds flex. unrealistic, but like you know what almost. I mean. But I at feel the like same that's time, a real for the most people. Mostly people that I saw like posting their fitness at whatever. Definitely, they're obviously. It was just like, like this is what I'm doing at home. You know, what are you guys doing at home? Like. Yeah, hundred percent. Also, it can be a form of accountability for some people. Like, you posting those things might a keeping yeah a a means of keeping yourself accountable in terms of your fitness and what you're doing and your daily routine and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I think that like the the challenges and stuff people do not only like yeah does it help with the routine but it's like okay this is something to do on a day or every other day so it, it gives a bit more structure and yeah the aggressive it's probably very helpful for some people because mm-hmm. i feel like some like when i stopped i had to stop working out for like two weeks and after that like that week after i was like yeah i can work out today i just can't mm-hmm. get back into it because you know mostly Baha's mental is like okay actually making the time and setting yourself up yeah so i feel like you know, we can be really harsh sometimes because we don't think about other people's perspectives or an alternative reason somebody may have done this. It always, or often always goes to, okay, this person is doing X, Y, and Z just to um, hurt me or like um, brag or, you know, just Definitely. try to one-up somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like that happens in everything, yeah, like every 100%. aspect of life. So. But last thing I wanted to say about this specifically is with all social media platforms, whether it's the ones that you can just, you have open access to everybody or you have to add people and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, you are in control of the content you consume. So if you're tired of seeing fitness videos on your TikTok, mm-hmm. there is a not interested button mm-hmm. where you can say you're not interested in stuff like this or just give it a break for a bit. Same thing on Instagram. If you're mm-hmm. tired of seeing those things, there's an algorithm. Let the algorithm know that you don't want to see those things or unfollow the people yeah. that are not doing it for you right now and are not giving you the content that you should be consuming right now because of where you are mentally yeah. or I feel that. Like that physically or just because you're just not in that, that mood. mood. Like yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I'm not in the mood to watch what's in my subscription box. Yeah. So or hear me talk about anything. I just, yeah, so I just won't watch that that day. Like, yeah. like I think it people... Happens, you know? Yeah, sometimes people are just very easy to throw blame and to just get butt hurt. Don't get me wrong, I'm not dismissing um, <laughs> mental illnesses or, and yeah. stresses and burdens that people have because you do not know everything that's going on in somebody's life. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not dismissing that at all, but at the end of the day, you are in control of the content that you want to consume to a very high extent. Yeah, So... Make that choice for yourself and do what you need to do for yourself. And stop just yeah, being ready to throw blame. Yeah. Like, in most instances, we, as somebody in a situation, 
have the power to remove ourselves from it or do something to change how much it's going to impact us exactly um, now that can often be easier said than done but like most often than not there is the fact is that you can do something about it but like yeah you're choosing like, not to yeah yeah on twitter like i follow people that um have a completely different football um they enjoy football which is a like, plus but like they have completely different um opinions on like who their favorite player is or who they think or how good some they think somebody is but like i enjoy the challenge so you know like i don't really shy away from that but it's not what you might want to and you don't really have to like if i get tired of putting up with that like it just unfold there's a mute button there's an don't use the app button. for a little bit you know they got options but yeah that um, all the time even yeah. the other day there's some people that just tweet things that just just stir you up you know i don't want to see that like i don't want that energy so hello unfollow you remove from my timeline because that's the other thing sometimes people are Mm. reposting things and retweeting things that are making you see content or see people that you don't want to see definitely setting for that you're in i as powerful as the internet is you still have some form of control unless you've been hacked in which case please change your your account change all your passwords Um, if you're the same yes please revert but you always have some sort of control, so yeah. it's honestly easier at the end of the day yeah. to just you know it happens people. sometimes. Like we so know that. Often in some it's so much easier to say that somebody else did this to you or somebody else made yeah. you do X, Y, and Z. Like it's fair. easy. Like even jokingly sometimes, like oh one of us, like my cousins and I, one of us will like drop something <laughs> or like slam something too hard, and the first thing you do is call somebody else's name and be like, oh my gosh, Mark, why would you do that? And just like <laughs> try to <laughs> throw that blame on some somebody else, or even like in a case where you are known for like doing something all the time, like you're known for always. Um, mm-hmm leaving dishes in the sink and one yes. time somebody come and see dishes in the sink and the first thing they call is yours neil why yes, you leaving dishes in the sink and the one time you didn't do it one time it was yeah. not you you obviously get defensive and you're like hello that was not me but you gotta take the heat 99 percent of the yeah, time as a, as like a, you're the culprit so there's a reason why sure. somebody it's would not be just like unjustified putting that blame I don't on this you person but exactly. the fact is you do i think um, as a slight and you know I've experienced something similar it's easy sometimes you go take the heat because you know as a if you're a leader for example you know you're more responsible for people below you and different things like that but not yeah. even that sometimes you, really, you don't even yeah, you can't really control what somebody's do but um yeah. you don't even know that people are watching you to be honest um not just like in a wider yeah, but like, global maybe yeah, setting but just like in terms of family friends like you don't know who's like subconsciously that's like looking up to you or watching what you're doing to feed off of that um so yeah. it's kind of hard you always gotta be on your toes you know you always gotta be on yeah. that i feel like on your game, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? definitely not definitely, always definitely. like obviously you can have your yeah. dumb moment your your whew, i feel like this cool was a, moments, a pretty productive episode you know we um hit straight honestly we're getting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we're getting better at <laughs> this we're kind of just like <laughs> sitting and chatting honestly if i didn't <laughs> have a microphone in front of me i would yeah, forget was, that was i'm recording this yeah 
because these are just discussions we have. Yeah, basically. Normally, before, yeah. half the things I've said, we both we've heard this before. We both know that we have these views. We wouldn't discuss it like. I feel we we have pretty yeah yeah yeah. As yeah, thoroughly yeah. Or, like, or just talk about it as much. Time, I guess you would say. Yeah, this was um good. You know, thanks for joining us for this episode and hope to see you at the next. No, we we will see you at the next ones. So, you know, stay safe. <laughs> Not see you will you will hear us. Ah. Hopefully, we ah. will see you reposting. I like it. Um. You know we gotta get the oh, lingo sorry. right. This is not. This is not YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't know about that. I tried that in the past when oh, I was so like what, 13, 14 or something like that. It was interesting. I don't know if it's. That's fair. Okay. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you later. Anyways, thank you for yeah. yeah. We're out. Ciao. Oh, I never say ciao. That's weird.